This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Montgomery, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. minutes here because we still got to do some giveaways for the moms here at at the end. But I do want to take a few minutes to share with you. We're talking about healing for the whole man this month. And this morning we'll talk for just a, a few short minutes about when sickness comes. When sickness comes. Now you know it would be great if we never had a test, we never had a trial, wouldn't that be wonderful? Wouldn't it be great if, if, you know, our bodies were never attacked, our finances were never attacked, relationships were always smooth and wonderful? But has anybody experienced that yet? I think that's heaven we're talking about, right? But, you know, here's the thing. Even though, we, we, you know, those things may come against us, God has already provided for us everything we need to be overcomers. Listen, and that includes sickness and disease. We're going to see from the Scriptures, and we talked about it last week, and, and if you weren't here, go on our website. You can listen to the podcast free. But we talked about that when Jesus bore our sins, He also, the Scriptures tell us in Isaiah 53, He took our sicknesses and diseases. He bore our sins so that we, <clears throat> pardon me, could be free from them, and He bore our sicknesses so that what? We could be free from them. So sickness may attack us, but listen, we don't have to succumb to and just knuckle under and say, okay, that's it. Now again, let me just reiterate, we appreciate doctors and all that they do, but any doctor will tell you, he'll be the first one to tell you, or she'll be the first one to tell you, that you know what, there's a limit to what they can do. Thank God for all the good they can do. Listen, God wants you well. Don't get all hung up on, oh, should we go to the doctor or not go? Listen, God wants you well. But I want to tell you something. I don't want to trust any part of my life only to a person. Isn't that right? You shouldn't just trust your spiritual walk just to your pastor. Are you listening? I'm going to help you. I'm going to do my very best, but I'm just a man. Isn't that right? And, you know, and, and the doctors and all that they can do, thank God for them. We, we appreciate them. I just had a, a niece and her husband that graduated from medical school in upstate New York. I'm telling you, they are dedicated. I mean, the hours, the years, the investment they put in. I'm going to tell you, it's a big deal. I said, it's a big deal. And we appreciate Uh, you know, our medical profession, especially those who are believers. But I want to tell you something. They are limited, but God's unlimited. Isn't that true? So here's the thing today. I want a question we're going to ask you. What is more real to you, your facts or God's truth? Facts versus truth. In Numbers, the book of Numbers over there, you know, when sickness comes against us, you know, that is a fact. How many of you know sickness is a fact? You know, we're not those who say, oh, you know, well, that's not real. You know, that, you know, like, like you know, like somebody would, said, you know, that, you know, they didn't believe that sickness was real, you know, and they were talking to somebody said, you know, does your, you know, they thought it was all, you know, sickness is all in your head. That's what they thought. And they said, does your dad still think he's sick? She said, no. She said, we had to bury him. He thinks he's dead. <laughs> sickness and disease is real. 
And if you've ever had to go through it or loved one go through it, you know what I'm talking about. Pain is real. But, and that's a fact. But here's the thing. I want to declare to you today that God's truth is bigger than fact. Now, there were some facts here in Numbers 13, 33. The children of Israel, the spies, had gone in. They checked out the land. They came back. And you know the story. Ten of them said, you know, the land is good. Oh, yeah, it's good. It's everything God said. It's a land of milk and honey. But, but, you know, I always say it this way. Goats, but, sheep, follow. And see, fear and doubt will get on you, and you can start acting like a goat instead of a sheep. And you can begin to look at, and listen, uh, we don't criticize anybody. When the facts come against you, it's tough. It's hard. But here, it says, they spread among the Israelites a bad report. A bad report about the land. They said, the land we explored devours those living in it. All the people there we saw are of great size. We saw the Nephilim. They're descendants of Agnac, come from Nephilim. We, we seem like grasshoppers in our own eyes, and we looked at the same at them. And then in verse 14, verse 1, it said, That night all the people of the community raised their voices and wept out loud and grumbled against the Lord. Listen, you ever notice how quickly bad news spreads oh man you you put some some bad news out there and i mean it, it it spread in no time they didn't even have the internet or social media but 10 people's report went through over a million and a half people before one night was over and it says they begin to, to doubt, and they begin to lift up, and they begin to grumble, and they begin to cry, and, and fear and doubt set in. And it set in motion something that cost a whole generation their lives. God says, I want you to go to the place that's a blessed place. But because they believed the facts rather than God's truth, what did God say to them? He said that it's a land of milk and honey. He said it's a land I've already given to you. All you got to do is go in. All you got to do is go in. All you got to do is trust me, Israel, and go in. Amen? So the facts and the truth many times are contrary to one another. I remember years ago, you, you know, you've heard Cindy's testimony a little bit. Years ago... Uh, where, where, you know, Cindy went in for a mammogram, did some tests. The doctor said, eh, there's something there. There's probably nothing to it. Doesn't look like there's anything to it. And then you get the call. Anybody know about the call? The call. The call. I'm telling you. And they say, you need to come in. We need to talk to you. Well, as soon as they say that, even if they don't say anything, we all know what the call's about, isn't it? It's not good news. And fear tries to grip you, punch you in the gut like somebody hits you with a sucker punch. I'm, you know, I'm not telling you something that, that we've been there. But here's the thing. The, answer, the, the question I would ask you is whose report will you believe? And when those times come, choice, not feeling, must guide your decision. When fact and truth are contrary, listen, choice and not feeling must 
guide your decision. We chose to do something that we didn't feel like doing. Hello? We didn't feel like going, hallelujah, God's get, we got the victory. We didn't feel like that. I felt like I wanted, I wanted to say why. I wanted to feel sorry for me and for Cindy and, and for my kids that were just little toddlers. At the, I, I mean, you know, I had all kind of feelings, but none of them were, oh, hallelujah, let's praise God. We had to choose to do that. And I'm so glad that God said it's by faith and not by feeling. Because my feelings were everywhere. My feelings were all over the map. My feelings, man, they were everywhere. But I could make a choice to believe what? What God said, who God says He is, what God said He's provided. Isn't that right? I have a choice. So the thing is, when we're talking about when sickness comes, what do we do? The first thing is, is we have to survive that first impact. Wham! It hits you like a blindside most of the time. Man, I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't looking for that. I sure wasn't wanting it. It wasn't anything I was expecting. But life happens. You know, I was telling you, you know, people want to try to figure out, you know, the why, the why, the why. Forget about the why. Let's get on with getting the answer. Because if, even if you know why, it doesn't change what you're in. Isn't that right? I tell people this all the time. If I accidentally step in front of an 18-wheeler, I'm just as dead as if I did it on purpose. So it really doesn't matter how, why it happened, why, why oh, he wasn't paying attention or he did it on purpose. Dead is dead. I'm, I'm suffering an attack in my body for whatever the reason was, but I do know this, that that's not God's will for my life. That's really the only thing we need to know. And we need to settle it. Jesus said, I've come that you might have what? That's not hard to figure out what life is, isn't it? Cancer is not life. Diabetes is not life. HIV is not life. I'm doing my best. (laughs) See, it's a matter of whether we're going to live by circumstances in sight or whether we're going to live by faith in the unseen. Now, I, want, I don't have time, but 1 Kings 6, you can read it over there. The prophet, you know, was, was, you know, every time a king tried to attack Israel, the prophet would tell the king of Israel where the battle was going to take place, when it was going to take place, and the whole battle plan. So every time, it never worked out. Now, I don't know how this guy got to be king. He must have inherited it. Because here was his bright idea. You know what we're going to do? We're going we're gonna to take our army and we're going to sneak up on this guy. Really? He knows everything you're saying in your council chamber and you're going to sneak up on him? I don't think he was voted to be king. I think, he, you know, he was... But, the, you know, the servant the next morning, so, the, you know, he sent, sent his army out to surround the prophet's you know, where the prophet's living. The next morning, the servant gets up and goes out, you know, to, you know, getting breakfast on, that kind of thing, you know. And he looks out there, and he sees this big army. I mean, it's, it's the army from Syria. They've got, 
They've got chariots. They've got horsemen. They've got swordsmen. They're all around. There's hundreds, possibly even thousands of them. They're everywhere. He goes running back in the tent and said, Hey, Master, we are done for. We've had it. We're circled about with this army out there. Now, get what this crazy prophet said. He said, I'm paraphrasing, but he said, don't worry about it. More, there's more with us than there are with them. Now, I could just see that servant. One, two. <laughs> One, two. Where did you go to school, Elijah? Where, 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 what kind of mathematics is that? One, two. You ever felt that way? That what was facing you was so much greater, so much bigger, so much stronger. You can feel overwhelmed sometimes. Can I get a witness? And sometimes we look at our circumstance and we're, we, we, we got that, the servant's math. One, two. It's me and Cindy. It's me and my wife. It's me and my son. It's me and my daughter. It's, it's us two. What are we going to do? But the prophet said, God, open his eyes. And when that guy looked again, all of a sudden, he saw another army circling the other army. Whoo. He saw that angelic host. Oh. You know, one angel killed 185,000 armed soldiers in one night. Woo. More that is for you than is against you. That's the first thing you've got to remember. There's more that's for you than it's against you. But listen, you've got to learn to make the choice, what? To walk by faith. Walk by faith. Listen, what did God say? Greater is He that is in you as a believer than he that's in the world. If God be for you, who can be against you? When sickness and disease comes, I want to leave you with this thought today. Listen, what, what, what's the, what we need to remember? I make a choice. Despite my feelings, I can still make a choice to believe and trust God's Word. He bore my sicknesses. He bore my diseases. And by His stripes that was laid on Him, what? I'm healed. That is the truth. I know what the facts are. They've told me the facts. But the truth is greater than the facts. And that's what I choose to believe. That's what I choose to believe. We always, listen, you always have a choice. Man, I've been there. Fear tries to tell you, no, this is it. You've had 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 it. But see, I can make a choice. I got it. 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 Facts may be saying you've had it, but the truth says I got it. I got it. Whose report are you going to believe? We're going to believe the report of the Lord, aren't we? We're going to believe the report of the Lord. Now listen, 
My time is up, but next week, listen, I'm going to be teaching some more on this, and we're going to be praying for people who have sickness or, or, or disease in your body. If you've got a loved one, if you know somebody, we're going to be praying for them because we believe what? That Jesus is still the healer. Not because we're holy or something, but because of who He is and what He has done. And you, if you need healing in your body, you make the choice. If you're on our mailing list and you got my email this week, how many of you got that? Did you get the email? I, I, I attached that every scripture in the Old Testament and the New Testament. I didn't just give you the reference. It's even written out for you. You just download that, and you begin to read that this week. And you build your faith up. And no matter what the facts have told you, listen, your facts are going to come face to face with God's truth. And Jesus said this. He said, when you meet the truth and know the truth, what will it do? It will set you free. Not only spiritually, but it will set you free from sickness and disease. Well, I want to pray, <clears throat> then we're going to do something here for our moms and honor our moms just before we let you go, because my time is run out. But you know, it's been a good day here, Mother's Day, and you know, it's been about family, but at the same time, God is concerned about where you are and about what you're facing. And I'm going to tell you something. You don't have to face it alone. I didn't get to that today, but we'll talk about it. You know, Ecclesiastes says a threefold cord is not easily broken. Don't go through this alone. You don't have to face it alone. This church, this family, we're here for you. We'll stand in agreement with you. We'll get in the foxhole with you and fight. And I'm going to tell you, there's people in here that we've had some foxhole experience, and man, we'll get right in there with you. We'll fight right down there with you. You know what? And we already have the guarantee. If we'll believe. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.